Moncrief on News Talk. It's called Cicada. 3301. It's been in existence since 2014 and so far no one has been able to crack it. It's a puzzle that still hasn't been solved. It's not even known who designed it. Nicky Anderson and Tommy Trelawney have produced a podcast investigating this. After uh, It's called uh, Stack It Afternoon, Nicky. Hi, afternoon, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. So, th- like, where did, where did this, first, as I understand it, there was a series of puzzles that appeared on, was it on 4chan? Yeah, it was. It was 4chan. So 4chan is this kind of, we call it like a part of kind of the underbelly of the internet. And it's this website where kind of anything goes. And it's been linked to the QAnon conspiracy theory, the recent deep fake images that are circulating of celebrities. So it's a really unlikely place to put a puzzle um, on looking for highly intelligent individuals, but that's what happened in 2012. So. Right. And, and were people then solving these problems? Yeah, so essentially an image uh, was posted in 2012 and it looks like, and I will be completely honest, and I'm honest in the part about it, it to me, I had no clue and would not have known it was a puzzle at all. Um, but some people are obviously smarter than me and they realised it was. And from there, it ended up being this super complicated, super intricate puzzle that brought steps on steps and they included books and codes and music. And then suddenly it was in the real world as well. And they brought the coordinates all over the globe. People went to those coordinates and there was QR codes and it went back online and then back onto the dark web. And then it continued for three more years. Oh my, and so, all right, so so by puzzle, this isn't two chickens are riding motorbikes at 40 miles an hour, what, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> no. This, is, this is, sounds more like a treasure hunt that people had to go to various places to investigate this. Yeah, yeah, so it's definitely, yeah, it's a lot harder than leaving Sir Matt's, I'll tell you that much. But um, it is, yeah, so they're like cryptography. That was exactly what it was. It was all different type of cryptography puzzles. So hidden messages, hidden clues, codes, deciphering stuff. So it was like, yeah, top level, top level puzzle solving and a bit of a treasure hunt vibe because it took you all over the place. Right. And so, so then was it, it never solved or whoever designed it stopped posting clues? So essentially what happened was it, they had, uh, basically, uh, a round in 2012 then they had a round in 2013, and then they had a round in 2014. But the last puzzle on the 2014 is yet to be finished. So there's still like a massive couple of thousand community for the last 10 years who have been trying to solve this last puzzle, which is a 52-page book. And yeah, it's yet to be solved. Oh, my God. And the solution for the previous rounds, was it was it the name of a place or, or, or was it, a, you know, sorry to be so simplistic, but was that, you know, the answer is Rosebud or and then. Uh, <laughs> no, it, no, it wasn't anything like that. So basically, the only reason that people knew the other two rounds had been finished was no one came forward to say they had completed them. The group itself posted saying that they had found who they were looking for. And that was the end. OK, right now. The, the the person who designed it and, and and part of part of the podcast that you and Tommy made was trying to discover who that person was. Uh, and did you succeed in that? Um, I I won't ruin it as okay. much as much as I want to keep talking about it. I I won't ruin it. But we get 
very close and very close in the sense of it becomes more of a a journey for us itself and we learn a lot through looking into the puzzles and it basically uncovers like the potential beauty of the internet and also the more sinister sinister aspects of it and that really comes into play with what we decide to do with the information we uncover okay this person who obviously doesn't want to be identified and who you may or may not have found but like they they don't want people to know who they are would that be fair enough to say Yes, definitely. So throughout looking into these puzzles, we've realized that a lot of their roots and a lot of the basically the things they champion are internet privacy and, you know, like cryptography and the right to be anonymous. And throughout that, they've managed to use those aspects to keep themselves very hidden. So, yeah. Mm. Bit ironic, though, wanting to be private on the internet. Uh, A bit of a contradiction in terms. Oh, of, this is the thing. And I think that's a massive journey that myself and my co-host Tommy go on, um, is that by by digging deeper into the internet, we've kind of found a new realization for it. And that was something that I know I wrestled with. And we, you can hear us very candidly, openly wrestle with each other about it and all that kind of thing, which is for something that's on the internet, should should we be able to find people and should we be able to x y and z so yeah it's it's a whole it's a whole journey for us as individuals and in the puzzle yeah and the people who you know have devoted so much of their time and energy to to solving the various rounds of this and this was on 4chan are are they are they kind of quite separate to the donald trump's cyborg people that you see on 4chan Yes, this is the thing. It's it's um, really interesting because I would have said for me, you know, when we were describing and looking into 4chan, it's, a, you know, very unregulated and all that has the Donald Trump supporters and all that. The people we've all met are so lovely. Um, they speak very candidly um, throughout it. And it's funny because they basically have found their community within that space, but they haven't remained there. So I think this is to me for what I would say is a predominantly and rightly so negative, probably um, online platform. There is a little bit of good. There's a few flowers that get to break through all the weeds. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, Surprisingly optimistic then. Nikki, thank you so much for speaking with us. That was Nikki Anderson, Head of Narrative at Stack. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.